0: So many people on a particular political side were celebrating this mass censorship happening on the techno giants. But then the feds came knocking. You are listening to Politically Uncomfortable, a daily podcast covering political and social ideas with uncomfortable viewpoints. We are your host, and you are listening to episode number seven.
1: So, what happened, and who was celebrating?
0: So, some backstory. There had been on social media reprimands towards one group and not towards another. For example, there was a bachelorette personality. You know that show, The Bachelor? And then oh, there's The okay. Bachelorette. I
1: was thinking it was just some person who was going to get married.
0: One of the shows on The Bachelorette, there was a woman by the name of Ashley Spivey who was a contestant, and she went through one of The Bachelorette's Becca Cuffrin's Instagrams and found that she likes some conservative-leaning memes, and then blasted, I think it was ABC, about how could you, you need a vet who you let on there more. And I haven't, have you ever watched The Bachelorette or The Bachelor?
1: I've never watched reality television.
0: Well, they, she went after her, I think, on Twitter, but That's how she found out about herself on Instagram. And it was one of those things where that wasn't considered a violation of terms of service. Really should be. You're going through what someone privately passed and then harassing them and trying to get them fired. Mm. I mean, really, that wasn't a violation of terms of service, but that wasn't.
1: Every person in America should know the Internet is not a free medium. I mean, obviously, you have to be careful what you put on Twitter. You have to be careful what memes you like. Don't you know? No, I'm just saying that it's crazy. It's like, what are people doing online? Thinking that they have the freedom to say and to do or to have opinions the way they want?
0: Well, they're having opinions and they're saying things freely, but it's getting used against them.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's the joke, though. You know, like, what are you doing having opinions online?
0: You know, there's been the whole Alex Jones suspension. Jack Dorsey was like, he suspended him for one week um, To make him think about his actions.
1: And the H3H3 uh, YouTube streaming suspension where he mentioned the name Alex Jones and was suspended.
0: Well, no, I'm talking about a completely different thing here. Jack Dorsey's on Twitter. He said that he suspended Alex Jones for a week to make him think about his actions. So it kind of buckled under the pressure, but he doesn't want to say that. Because Jack Dorsey was the one who was like, we're not going to do that on this platform. Just get rid of people because of their social ideas. It's not who we are.
1: Yeah, Benny did it.
0: Yeah, not only did he do it, but... Um, he
1: banned some smaller people first. Remember, he threw the cousins in the
0: volcano. <laughs> right. Um, but then
1: he, he threw the daughter in, too.
0: But then he says, I fully admit our bias is more left-leaning. Uh, recently, in an interview, he was talking about how it's... Even though their company's left-leaning, none of their censorship has you know anything to do with that type of political leniency they have. This was reported to The Hill. Penny had um, an interview with CNN where he was talking about, he said the real question behind the question is, are we doing something according to political ideology or viewpoints? And we are not, period. And I would say your actions speak louder than words. I don't care how many times you say that. You're clearly banning people along political viewpoints, along political lines.
1: And it's not just individuals and news groups, though. It's advertisers, too, like advertisers that are a part of political campaigns, right?
0: Yeah, they've gone after people who are not who are not of a particular political persuasion. They're kind of shadow banning them. On Twitter, that's been some some news, but he's saying that it's not what he's doing, but that he is doing it. And then my thing about it is if you weren't doing it at all, why would you even say we are left-leaning? To score points, I guess. Well, no. Think about this, though. If you're the CEO of a company, you shouldn't be listing your political leniency. Like, that's something where you say this is not appropriate conversation to talk about in a company setting.
1: Unless he's trying to score points or he's afraid of not saying
0: well, I mean, they put a lot of pressure on him to yeah to say certain to do he's certain things. He's
1: afraid of not saying it.
0: Well, he should be more afraid because Trump has come forward and said discussed his so his uh, issues with social media um, discriminating against conservatives, according to the New York Times, and he's followed up with the House Committee has threatened to subpoena Twitter CEO if he doesn't testify. This is one of those things where Republicans and Democrats. Both want him to. So he's, he's messed up in
1: what, like a hearing or?
0: Yeah, in a hearing. About what? About shadow bands of conservatives. Okay. And making the content harder to find. He says they're completely false and he doesn't do anything on ideology or viewpoint. You know, that was his statement, but he's, he's, you're totally messed up, dude. I mean, it's over. He should have played Switzerland because now the Democrats want him to. So he's going to lose either way because both the Democrats and Republicans want him to come forward. I'm
1: so confused. He should have just continued to do what he was doing last week.
0: Yeah, which is staying out of it. Yeah,
1: which is not banning these people that everyone else is banning. Yeah. You know, whether you agree with them or disagree with them, the fact is they were still on your platform because you were showing that you allowed them on there, you know? Yeah. All those people's fans, Alex Jones fans and everyone else came on board and thought that Twitter was okay, but now they're not. And not only that, you did what everyone else did. But you did it by caving to pressure. It's not even yeah. like you held this and you wanted to do it. Oh,
0: it's even better because You're since spineless. he publicly since he publicly caved to pressure, yeah. now he's getting publicly pressured from Republicans and Democrats to do something. He's just going to keep going on this battle uh, where they bully him to do this, bully him to do that. He's going to lose his entire... I wouldn't be surprised. You know, Facebook's, <laughs> their revenue wasn't looking as hot because their growth wasn't looking as hot. And then investors were starting to feel nervous as they should with social media because social media naturally has a short life fan mm-hmm. and so you're looking at facebook you're like this is starting to not be as in and then you're looking at twitter and they're just helping themselves not be as in he's gonna end up destroying his platform and they're gonna they're gonna help him destroy his platform because <laughs> but at the end of the day he is that bad rich guy that liberals are always talking about isn't he
1: i mean what he did was prove that he didn't have any principles yeah and that he was willing to sell them out with enough pressure
0: yeah so we, pro,
1: actually, I guess the problem is sell out is the wrong word. Selling out at least means you'll get something in return. But he's going to lose something yeah, in return.
0: Yeah. No doubt. Because it's going to be like, oh, this guy's easy. All you have to do is strong arm him. Yeah. He'll, <laughs> and he'll bend right you, over. You
1: already, you know, made a lot of liberals mad because you kept Alex Jones around. And then yeah. you made the conservatives mad by yeah. kicking him off. You didn't appease the liberals by finally kicking him off. You still... You've still got anger on both sides. You're in a lose-lose because you
0: caved. Yeah, and now he's going to have to testify, and that's going to – every single word he says is going to be up there, and that's going to be used against him. That's going to hurt his company. You're an investor. You're like, please get me out of Twitter right now. I don't want anything to do with this sinking ship. It's just – it's really, really bad. And then the Washington Times – Well, they didn't
1: make any money anyway, did they? They've always been like kind investor of – Investor-funded. Kind of in the red.
0: Yeah, like a lot of social media companies, like a lot yeah. of these startups, these a lot of these tech startups are running on. It's funny they keep talking about crash, 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 and I'm like, you're the first thing that would burn in a crash. You're not necessary. I just know that
1: you know Twitter's <laughs> never really been profitable, at least in comparison to other tech companies.
0: Well, so Facebook, among other things, an administrator filed a formal complaint against Facebook for discriminatory policy. So you know, Facebook has ads, and they can allow you to target people based on race, gender, religion. Well, this allows discriminatory policies when placing ads and paying for ads and reaching other people. And technically, companies aren't supposed to engage in those discriminatory practices. So Facebook might be the next one in trouble. This whole thing's a mess. I mean, I was looking at some other stuff when they're talking about this. This all came to kind of a, a point with the whole banning of Alex Jones. That's when it really, really got big. And it's funny to me, how, you know, the BBC reported how Jack was like, he needs to reflect on his actions and blah, blah, blah. And then...
1: Is he talking about Alex or...
0: Yeah, he was talking about Alex Jones. Like, he he did that so that he could reflect on his actions. All right, Alex, you're in
1: timeout. <laughs>
0: That's what he literally used the term. He used the term timeout.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: Yeah, that he could reflect on his actions in timeout. And sometimes people just need time to, to think about that.
1: Well, thank goodness for Daddy Jack keeping us all safe.
0: Well, that's pretty much the way they're acting. Who wants another person telling them what to do? So
1: well, Jack did.
0: Well, he doesn't. He not necessarily. He doesn't necessarily want to be told what to do. Oh no, no,
1: he caved the pressure, and then obviously he wanted more people telling him what to do because that's exactly what happened. It's what's going to keep happening if he keeps caving.
0: See, he originally said, "If we succumb and simply react to outside pressure rather than straightforward principles, we enforce." At Evolve impartially, regardless of political viewpoints, we become a service that's constructed by our personal views that can swing in any direction. He says that's not us, but that's him now. Um, yep. But that it didn't take long. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't take long. So apparently he his Twitter is there, but he can't post to it. So it's a read only Twitter. Right. Huffington Post, I believe it was, felt that it wasn't far enough.
1: Well, naturally. Um, they, that's what I said, though. The liberals aren't going to be appeased.
0: No. This is not going to
1: Exactly. This is not going to help the You put yourself in a lose-lose. You shouldn't have caved in. Besides, in terms of, you know, the legality of the thing, it would be smarter to just allow everyone to use it. Unless you really Like are this is
0: literally he does this, you know what the Huffington Post says? Twitter has become too toxic to handle, and Facebook and Instagram continue to mysteriously allow unfettered misogyny, online harassment, and vocal hate groups while obsessively censoring every female nipple in sight. That is the Huffington Post quote. And so that's what I mean. They're catering to groups who, just from the way that they're talking, don't want them to exist anymore. And the way they said was that it took overwhelming public opinion for the axe to fall. And that's a slippery slope. And that's a sticky, flat surface. This makes no sense, but this is... That's not a slippery slope. That's a stickery flat surface of continually airing on the side of free speech to the detriment of human lives. So, Huffington Post literally says that they're airing on the side of free speech, and that's a problem.
1: Hmm. Yes. I, th- I think that line was written on a sticky flat surface. <laughs> I didn't understand that at all.
0: I mean, to me, they were... Basically coming after Jack saying that you keep erring on the side of free speech and that's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm just like that's that's a very clear statement that they're never going to be – they're one, they're never going to be happy as long as his company exists. As long as Jack Dorsey – they will be happy the day Jack Dorsey is broke. It reminds me of Tiger Woods.
1: I think – Something you could probably say is that they'll never be happy. But what about Tiger Woods?
0: Well, Tiger Woods, it was like he was this role model before he got caught with all that stuff. And he was a black guy playing golf, not being a thug. And was that good enough for liberal media? No. As soon as they could find some dirt on him, they were so happy. They were overjoyed to destroy him, to destroy the public black figure of a decent human being. Yep. They, You couldn't have made them happier. They were so juicy for it. Oh, my gosh. They loved it. That's all they could talk about. That's all they wanted to talk about. And you had people standing there lecturing you about the morality of, of adultery or you know having a monogamous relationship. Who you were sitting there listening to and thinking ESPN. <clears throat> who you were thinking, I don't think this guy's monogamous at all. Just from other things that he said.
1: I want to say that politicians were coming out at the same time. Yeah, it, that was hypocritical. It
0: was. Yeah, I know, right? It was. It. But that's what I mean. They weren't happy until they destroyed him. Yeah. Even though he should be one of their big success well, stories.
1: And even then, I think happy is the wrong term. They weren't happy after they destroyed him. They were just looking for the next person to destroy.
0: So they say when Twitter CEO says that Jones has not violated their rules, true or not, isn't now the ideal time to reevaluate and redefine those rules?
1: <laughs> Whether or not he broke the rules, isn't now the time to change the rules? Change
0: the rules of the game and make <clears throat> make it to where he broke the rules?
1: Yeah. Isn't now the time to kick him off? At any cost.
0: They even go so far to say, for the government's part, if free speech laws have begun to feel obsolete precisely because they were created before the modern internet, it's time to update them. No.
1: Wait, is this still on Huffington Post? That's
0: not, yes. That's not capitulation to political correctness, that's evolution.
1: No, it's It not.
0: literally says that. I'm quoting them. They are – Huffington Post is saying get rid of free speech. Yeah, they are.
1: Th- they they're are saying, literally revise saying revise that- free speech to silence people we don't like.
0: No, they're saying getting rid of free speech. They're which, saying free- – No, which
1: is the same thing. It they, is getting rid of free speech.
0: They're literally saying free speech is obsolete. Yeah. And it should exist no more.
1: But I think I think they do want free speech for certain people. They want special citizenship, special rights for certain people and no rights for others at least as it pertains to speech, for now. Well, let's hope they don't get their wish. Or, I guess the one silver lining may be that if they get their wish, Huffington Post will no longer have the right to speak, potentially.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically they're they're saying that they want to end free speech. So, yeah. I mean, and I am I quoted the Huffington Post. Let me name this uh, article so that anybody who wants to go look it up can read for themselves. It's an opinion piece. By Tula Dremonis, Dromo- guest writer. Social media is a toxic mess. It should be on the companies to fix it. And their way of fixing it is get rid of free speech. Free well, I think speech is their way obsolete. of fixing
1: it is by using the government to say that you can't speak anymore.
0: They're, there's the reality. Huffington Post, um, New York Times, BBC, they will not be happy unless Twitter and Facebook and all social media just promotes them and only them and basically just links them back to their sites drains the company. In fact, they'll be even happier if they just disappear altogether because I don't have to worry about anybody popping up, growing on the site, taking eyes away from them. And they just die and then it's just them again. Yeah. That's what they would be so happy with when all you can see is like five or six different stations. They're all showing you the same news. So if something's blacked out, There's no other place you can go to to find out about it. They'll be super happy. No
1: no differing opinions.
0: No differing opinions. Nowhere for you to learn something. No diversity of thought. Exactly. That's
1: all they want. Man, they just, they really don't understand that you can't win that
0: way. Oh, they absolutely can understand that. They understand something. I, these people, you know, I've talked about it. I'm thinking about doing something where I break down exactly what's in Mein Kampf and exactly what's in the Communist Manifesto. Mm-hmm. These people, whether they've read it or not, they're following the playbook.
1: They are, but and but those strategies don't win in the end. Well, <laughs> the Nazi socialists aren't here anymore. The USSR is gone, and even in China currently today, even though they have the Great Firewall and all these restrictions on internet, information gets out. You can make it hard. You can make it illegal. You can imprison people for it. But in all of these places, the word still gets out.
0: Yeah, but I think in their perspective, they're not thinking about the eternity of the world. They just want the world that they want, and they want it now. Yeah, they
1: want their buck right now. Yeah. They they want their profits to go back, or they want some new profit margin to be reached, and they're trying to enforce it by using the big stick of the law.
0: Uh, This isn't even – the law's not really on their side. It's not. But, but they because want it to the be. constitutional law says free speech. It does. And they're saying no free speech. Yeah. It was just weird because whenever they get That's why they want to change it. Well, whenever they are under attack because Trump's saying something on Twitter or some social media site or an interview that they're fake news, they claim that he's attacking freedom of the press. So they want to use a constitutional uh, bill of rights to, to talk about what yeah. they're entitled to. They
1: just want to take away. To me
0: else. to me, this is a nice way of saying we have a bill of rights. You should not. Yeah, After you the average all, user. You,
1: you aren't a corporation.
0: Yeah, you the average user should not have a bill rights. Only me, a big business, uh, corporation, Huffington Post, New York Times, BBC. Only one of CNN. Only we, big businesses, oh, man. and that's what they are. I I don't even like the fact that people just call them new. They're big business yeah. they need to say these they're saying as a big business we have rights our employees like, have rights to say what we tell them to say you have no rights you have no freedom of speech exactly. you should not have any shut up it's and like, anybody who says things opposite to us too much and exposes us you ought to be banned you ought to be in prison they ought to start taking you away
1: it's like back in 2016 when uh the wikileaks put out clinton emails and podesta emails and uh, on cnn they were saying now you can't go out online and look for this the only place that you can legally look at this is on cnn yeah they said that on they did air. say that you have to legally view it on cnn you can't go read it yourself yeah man that is exactly the world that they want to create
0: yeah i mean that's the world they felt was in their hand and then yeah. and then the internet messed it up for them
1: yeah they don't get it though i mean freedom's already won whether whether or not they curtail it they slow it down they're still gonna die
0: just some side pieces while we wrap this up. Um, they're asking for the jurors on these cases that they want to bring uh, the CEO, Jack Dorsey, on to be exposed so they can – they want their names and addresses doxed. And why would you want their names and addresses before the sentence is up? They're just trying they're to to go, to go harass them. them. Yeah, to go make threats. Yep. I mean that's 100 percent what's going on. It's, they want to dox them. They want to dox these people. It's absolutely crazy. Uh, so that's going on right now. And and our thoughts are out to those people because I feel I feel really bad for them. I mean, this is a high profile case and they want to dox the the jurors on it. They don't. I mean, what type of person? If you're up to any good, why would you want that? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. They're definitely outspoken. I mean, I'm surprised there's a lot of crazy stuff i see on the Huffington Post, but I'm surprised from just to say point blank, we want to end free speech for individuals. Uh, only we get free. You don't get free speech. They want
1: you to be a consumer. They want you to sit there, read their news, watch their news, and then go out into the world and operate based on what they told you.
0: Yeah, you're being disobedient children. Yeah. If you would like to be a disobedient child, don't forget to like and subscribe and share this podcast. And we'll talk to you in the next one.
1: See ya.